Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The trailer for Addison Rae's movie, He's All That, dropped, and it's not as bad as fans expected. I'm Alex Shipman, and this is Hollywire, your 24-7 celebrity news. Fans of mixed reactions over the newly dropped movie trailer for He's All That, starring Addison Rae and Tanner Buchanan. When the teaser debuted weeks ago, most agreed the movie looked terrible, but now some are changing their tune. As top comments on the trailer saying, while this movie looks terrible and corny, Addison is doing a good job. The first trailer for the gender flip reboot of the 1999 rom-com She's All That, now titled He's All That, just dropped. This movie has been getting a lot of buzz since it was first announced as it stars Addison Rae in her live action movie debut, opposite Cobra Kai's Tanner Buchanan, Rachel Lee Cook, who starred in the original movie, and Addison's bestie, Kourtney Kardashian, who surprisingly isn't playing herself. Since this movie was announced, haters have been dragging Addison, not believing she could act. When the teaser first dropped a few weeks ago, critics made fun of Addison's acting, with an alleged background actress from the film claiming that Addison was difficult to work with on set and didn't know her lines. Now, I am super excited to see this movie, He's All That. Of course, there's been a lot of buzz around it since this is Addison Rae's first movie. And now that I know that there's a Kourtney Kardashian cameo, I can't wait to see it. Well, now the first full trailer is out. And while some are still hating Addison with comments like, Addison Rae is the perfect example of why being good looking is not everything, some were pleasantly surprised by Addison's performance with comments like, considering this is her first time acting, I think Addison Rae did a pretty decent job. Of course, it's not the best and they could have casted someone better for sure, but I was expecting way worse. It seems like the bar for TikTokers turned actors was set with Dixie D'Amelio acting in Bratz TV's Attaway General, as a lot of people are comparing Addison's performance to Dixie's with comments like, my first thought was, she's not as bad as Dixie at least. Now, of course, we have to reiterate, this is Addison Rae's first acting role, so we have to give her a little break. Naturally, people are gonna wanna compare Addison and Dixie together, but they are two different people and do in fact have different talents, so we'll just have to wait and see. Addison is fully aware that not everyone thinks she can act and that she has a lot to prove. After the teaser for He's All That was met with criticism, Addison spoke to Elle where she opened up about how challenging it was for her to transition from TikTok to acting. As she told the publication, in the industry, when you come in and get labeled as one thing, people like to keep you there. What people don't realize is I've always wanted to do acting. I've always wanted to do music. 
I've always wanted to do all these other things that they didn't really get to see or know because I just started being known when I was 19 years old. People haven't really seen the background or the classes I used to take and things like that. So I have to tell myself, you have to work that much harder to get people to take you seriously. Now, this is very unfortunate that Addison has to hear these mixed reviews as this is her first acting role and she is very exciting. Like she said, she has worked very hard and she's willing to take the time to prove herself. So we will all just have to stay tuned and wish her the most success. Did Charlie D'Amelio and Little Huddy just make out? Quick breakdown, there's a video going around where it looks like exes Charlie D'Amelio and Chase, Little Huddy Hudson, are making out. In the video, Little Huddy and Charlie are in the background of someone's TikTok, which appears to be at a concert. You have to look very closely, but at one point it does look like Charlie and Little Huddy could be locking lips. Cha-Cha shippers are losing it over this TikTok reposted by the fan account Cha-Cha Endgame, where it looks like exes Charlie D'Amelio and Chase Little Huddy Hudson are kissing. In the video, which appears to be at a concert, two guys, one of them hap who happens to be Harry Hudson, or I'm sorry, Harry Jowsey, are singing along to a song at the camera, and behind them in the crowd, you can clearly see Charlie and Little Huddy watching the show. Then at one point, Charlie leans her head up towards Little Huddy, who then leans in towards Charlie, and they kiss? This kiss follows speculation that Charlie and Little Huddy are dating again. So fans are taking this as confirmation that the two are together, but not going public just yet. Ooh, well, this is getting exciting. Uh, if you saw the TikTok, I don't know. Personally, it looks like a little forehead kiss to me. However, a lot of significant others show PDA through that. It's very sweet if this did in fact happen, uh, but we don't have any confirmation just yet. We do know the two have been spending a lot of time together, but showing PDA is a different kind of situation. Am I right? Recently, there was speculation that Little Huddy's new song, Don't Freak Out, is about him wanting to date Charlie again and apologizing for his past mistakes. Charlie and Little Huddy were last together back in 2019 and then broke up in April of 2020. The two split after allegations that Little Huddy cheated on Charlie with Nessa Barrett. Then around July of 2020, it looked like Little Huddy and Charlie were working on getting back together. But this came to a screeching halt when Little Huddy kissed Nessa while trying to get back with Charlie, which Little Huddy admitted to on Twitter. Now, of course, no one can forget that tweet when Little Huddy admitted to these allegations. Uh, Charlie was, of course, very hurt. Uh, Nessa also spoke out in response to it, admitting it as well. So we thought it was the end for Chacha, but not just yet. Now, a little over a year later, it looks like Charlie and Little Huddy are working on their relationship again, as the two have been seemingly inseparable and have been posting flirty TikToks together. Most recently, there's a video going around from Little Huddy's listening party for her soon-to-be-released song, Don't Freak Out. In the video, the lyrics, I want you to leave, but I want you to stay, hit, and then you can clearly hear Tana Mojo screaming, he wants you to stay, he wants you to effing stay, Charlie. Fans are wondering if maybe Tana knows something they don't, and perhaps Tana telling Charlie that Little Huddy wants her to stay is confirming this new song is about her, as the fan account Cha Cha Endgame captioned this video, does Tana know something we don't? 
Yes, I mean, as we know, Tana Mojo has come in hot when any kind of relationships uh, have been shipped together. You know, we did have a confirmation if you saw our video and our interview with Tana Mojo. Kind of a confirmation that Bryce and Riley uh, may be in a relationship. Now we have our confirmation, but she loves to do things like this, so she may in fact know something we don't know. Of course, Charlie and Chase have been spending a lot of time together. Uh, we know them as best friends, and because of this controversy, controversy, Charlie maybe wants to keep their relationship offline as they're working through things. Uh, seems to seems to be that they are in a much better place. So this kiss, in fact, could be true. Is Jaden Hostler scared to lose his girlfriend, Nessa Barrett? Jaden Hostler just told MTV how much his girlfriend, Nessa Barrett, means to him. As Jaden said, Nessa is one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. I don't ever want to lose her, so I'm not going to. Jaden was just on MTV's push where he revealed what was going on behind some of his most liked Instagram posts. When a photo of him and Nessa came up, where the cover photo is Nessa on Jaden's lap and kicking towards the camera with the caption, tell me about tomorrow out effing Friday, followed by behind the scenes shots of his music video, Jaden told MTV about that post saying, Nessa is literally probably one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me, and I just want the world to know it. Also, I want her to know it, and it just works both ways, getting to do such cool things together, he went on to say that Nessa was there supporting him when he made his music video for Tell Me About Tomorrow because I get a lot of anxiety. She really understands me and knows how to calm me down. I don't ever want to lose her, so I'm not going to. Well, I think that's very beautiful that the two of them can kind of bond over their passion of music and also Nessa being there for Jaden uh, during some of his anxiety as Nessa has been very vocal about her own struggles with her mental health and anxiety. Jaden and Nessa have been dating since April of this year when the two were spotted on a date at the Nice Guy in West Hollywood following their splits from Mads Lewis and Josh Richards. At the time, Jaden and Nessa dating faced major backlash as Nessa's recent ex at the time, Josh, was best friends with Jaden. And Nessa and Jaden's ex, Mads, were frenemies. Jaden's ex, Mads, had also suspected that something was going on between Jaden and Nessa when she was still with Jaden. As Mads could see the chemistry between the two when Ness and Jaden recorded their hit song Lottie Die together before they were a couple. Now, it is no secret that Jaden and Nessa's relationship did start out of a controversy and wasn't an easy start for them, which is why I think Jaden cherishes this relationship so much and hopes for them to be together for a long time. But now Jaden and Nessa seem happier than ever. The two just sang their hit song, Lottie Die, to a crowd of hundreds of thousands at Lollapalooza. Recently, Jaden showed his love and appreciation for Nessa on Instagram, alluding to the drama that led to their relationship. As Jaden posted two shots of him and Nessa, the first shot is from backstage of Jaden's first live show ever at the Roxy in Hollywood, where he's holding Nessa's face who looks giddy. In the next shot, Jaden and Nessa are kissing on stage. Jaden captioned these shots with, I've never loved anything as much as you. Whatever it took and whatever it takes, it's worth it. And Nessa commented with, Angel, about to cry emojis, thank you for showing me what it's like to feel loved. Clear heart emoji. Justin Bieber apologizes for supporting Morgan Wallen. 
Justin Bieber is getting dragged for sharing Morgan Wallen's music on his Instagram story with the text, love this album. Morgan was exposed earlier this year for saying a racial slur, and it looks like the Biebs had no idea. As Justin later deleted this Instagram story post and followed it with text saying he had no idea about Morgan's controversy. Justin apologized for supporting Morgan by writing in his Instagram story, I had no idea that the guy's music I posted was recently found saying racist comments. As you know, I don't support or tolerate any sort of racism or discrimination. I had no idea. I sincerely apologize to anyone I offended. And if that wasn't enough, Justin then made two more Instagram story posts apologizing for supporting Morgan and even revealing that he has made racist jokes in the past. As Justin wrote, when I was a kid, I was incredibly ignorant and said some very hurtful racist jokes that clearly were not funny. I hurt a lot of people, especially the black people in my life, but was fortunate enough to have had them educate me on the horrifying origin of the N-word. Now, I think it's very admirable of Justin to come out and right his wrong after claiming that he had no idea about Morgan Wallen's controversy and wanted to make that known. Justin then went on to say, this brings those painful memories back up. I will always take ownership for my ignorance and my past because I know I am not that person. I know that I have apologized for this before, but knowing that this is such a sensitive issue, I believe it's important to bring this up to hopefully educate people who may be ignorant to the topic of racism and how hurtful it is. And then Justin added, I had so much more to learn and I'm grateful for my black brothers and sisters for being patient with me as I have a long way to go. I also appreciate Justin acknowledging that he also made mistakes in his past and continues to educate him daily uh, so he doesn't make those same mistakes in the future. Back in April, Justin was accused of cultural appropriation for wearing his hair in dreadlocks. This followed five years prior where he received the same backlash for the same controversial hairstyle. Justin debuted his dreadlocks on Instagram while on vacation with his wife, Haley, back in April of this year, and even changed his Instagram profile picture to a shot of him in dreads. Fans were not having it, as one person tweeted at the time. Justin needs to look into why dreadlocks are considered to be cultural appropriation. If he educated himself on this topic, he wouldn't be doing it. Now, fans have mixed feelings about this apology coming from Justin, as some think it was very insensitive and not sincere. However, other Justin fans are coming to his defense, saying that uh, Justin doesn't even own a phone, so he could in fact be telling the truth that he does not know anything about Morgan Wallen's controversy. Olivia Rodrigo says she's flattered by plagiarism claims. Olivia Rodrigo was recently dragged by Courtney Love, who accused Olivia of ripping off her band Holes' 1994 cover art. Olivia recently chatted with GQ about the controversy, making it known that the feud was completely one-sided. As she told the magazine with a smile, to be honest, I'm just flattered that Courtney Love knows that I exist. The writer of this GQ, GQ article made it clear that Olivia was not there to spill the tea. In addition to dodging questions about plagiarism, accusations, Olivia also wouldn't comment on her rumored ex-boyfriend Joshua Bassett coming out as part of the LGBTQ community, which he previously opened up about to GQ a few months ago prior. As Olivia said, I know nothing about it and it's not my business to speak on it. 
I mean, what a class act. Olivia Rodrigo uh, is above all this drama and the controversies following her. Uh, she's just focused on the music and promoting her new album. Prior to this article, Olivia was accused by Courtney Love for stealing from her band's whole 1994 Live Through This album cover art. As Olivia's images to promote her sour prom and Hole's album art both featured prom queens holding a bu bu bouquet of flowers, wearing a tiara with mascara running down their faces. At the time, Courtney Love posted a side-by-side -side of both images on Twitter with the text, spot the difference, hashtag twinning. Courtney's album cover, shot by Ellen Von Unworth, actually featured model Leilani Bishop as the prom queen, while Olivia plays the prom queen in the art for her sour prom concert film. At the time, Olivia even responded to Courtney's call out with love you and live through this so much. Now, a lot of Olivia Rodrigo fans are arguing that Olivia took inspiration from the iconic movie Carrie as she posted photos from the movie on her Instagram story the day before this release. Other fans are arguing that it could just be a tribute to all prom queens. Uh, in fact, Carrie and Courtney's Love album, and it should just stay at that. Olivia's response wasn't good enough for Courtney, and we're guessing Courtney won't be too pleased with Olivia's GQ comment on the situation either. At the time that Olivia responded to Courtney, Courtney replied with, Olivia, you're welcome. My favorite florist is in Notting Hill, London. DM me for deets. I look forward to reading your note, winky emoji. Courtney also addressed the situation on Facebook saying, stealing an original idea and not asking permission is rude. There's no way to be elegant about it. I'm not angry. It happens all the time to me. Now, of course, Olivia Rodrigo's career is just skyrocketing at the moment. Uh, so it's just unfortunate that this is kind of overshadowing this for Olivia. So what do you guys think about Olivia's response uh, in the GQ article? Uh, do you think she in fact copied Courtney's Love album art? I'm Alex Shipman and follow us at Hollywire for your 24-7 celebrity news. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.